Episode 198 of Suicide Logs. I'm um, having a comedian on. His name is Jamar Pitts. Gonna just give him an IG call in a little bit because, you know, gotta pay for Zoom and shit like that. So I told him it's audio only. He doesn't need to have his camera on or anything. And the reason why I'm having this guy on the podcast is because... I really thought he was the funniest person that I met that night. At least his act was, you know. And I told him that. I told him, um, well, maybe I'll tell him in person. I don't know. But, you know, he's the first comedian that I want to have on the podcast because um, he was the funniest, you know. And I just, I, I really meant that, you know. I didn't pull no fucking high school shit where I was all like, Oh yeah, I got you. I'm gonna vote for this, and I, you know, little did they know there were seven other people that were depending on my fucking vote. And I, I guess that kind of goes into why I don't vote. Anyways, we're gonna call him. I'm gonna s- somewhat interview him, and I just want to take notes from an actual comedian because I had another comedian on maybe about a year ago. And he's just, he's just, you know, I wish him well, you know, whatever. Maybe one day our our paths will cross. I don't know, man. You meet a lot of weird people in show business. And it's just kind of like, it's up to you to decide, like, are you going to engage? Are you going to disengage? Whatever, you know? I have this joke. Not that I'm going to, like, use it for stand-up or anything. It's just literally, like, a joke that I have in my head. The only time I ever presented it was in the form of a tweet, which is some of my body of work of being a comedian. So the tweet goes, um, yeah, I went to jujitsu for, like, a week, but then out of nowhere this dude started talking about the earth being flat, so I just haven't gone back since. And, um... Yeah, I don't know if that would bomb or not. Depends on the crowd, you know. So I don't know, man. I'm new to the, I'm new to the stand-up comedy game and shit like that, you know. But it's something that's like fuck been a part of my life for a while. But it's like little and I just don't really like it as much. As um, you would have thought I would. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, you know. Just being funny burns a lot of calories, you know. It's a lot of energy. What am I talking about, dude? Let's see if this guy's fucking ready. I don't know. I'll give it like uh, I'll give it like five minutes. Maybe I'll cut this out. Who fucking knows, dude? That's a woosa. What's going on? I don't know. Didn't really think I was gonna do a podcast today, like I said. And here we are. And I just feel like this is an important call that I need to make. 
So it's like I'm on a work conference call in a way, you know? It's like, eh, I don't really want to be here, but I know it's important for me. It's also 9.12 p.m. I had caffeine today, and I came up with this joke while I was working out today. I was like, you know why they call Spanish people, Latinx people, hot-blooded? It's because the more down south you go to all those Spanish countries, the closer you are to the equator. And for those of you, let me double check because I have a globe right in front of me. Let me see if I'm just speaking out. No, it's actually very true. Where I'm at, California, if you just keep going down, 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 the equator kind of hits like Colombia and Brazil. And let me tell you, I've met a couple of Colombians in my life and they definitely... Let's just, I'm just including all Spanish people. Like the further down you get, the more irritated you get because the world is just hotter, you know? <laughs> and that's why they call them hot-blooded. I'm hot-blooded! And that's why all the people, like, the further you go up, the chiller the people are. You know, you go up, you never really hear anything about fucking violence going on in, in um, Canada and shit, you know? It gets a little dicey when you get up to, like, Washington and shit, you know? I just feel like a lot of people, I don't know, commit crimes. Let me, what's he saying? He said, for show, let me grab my AirPods and I'm ready. All right, so what was I going with, though, before I give him a call? This will be my last wasu, wasu, holy shit. Let me, let me gather my thoughts. Let me fucking... I am a man. You ever see that SpongeBob episode? Here I go. SpongeBob references, dude. Shows my age. When he's like trying to tell Sandy that I don't know, whatever. And he has to like pull out a fucking razor with hair on it. It's like, I am a man, you know? Let me ask this guy. Let me turn the fucking. How do I turn this off? All right, there we go. Yeah, thanks. I guess I'll close this up. What's happening, man? What's going on, bro? Nothing much. Just kind of been talking about nonsense for like six minutes. And um, yeah, man, I just kind of realized it ain't even really been a week of knowing you. So talking to a stranger pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, man. How, how, how much time you got on you, if I can... Just kind of gauge what I want to ask you and stuff. Uh, shit, I got, I got some time, man. You know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> All right, man. I guess I'll just start it off. How was your day? How you doing, man? I'm cool, man. Just uh, worked today, and uh, I got home, thought about doing an open mic, but I got lazy, got high, and was just like, you know what? Just going to write a little bit and play some video games, so... <laughs> respect respect oh, okay yeah that was my next question i was just about to ask how did the open mic go but it's funny i was listening to are you a fan of joey diaz um i've heard the name but i'm not that familiar oh okay he's just a comedian who's got a podcast and i swear i think it was yesterday i was listening to him and he was talking about um how 
there's certain nights where he just gets high and he's just like, I don't want to go do fucking stand up right now. We're we're hanging out, and it's like, I don't know. I guess I just kind of I just kind of called you just to kind of like I guess interview you a little bit because like. I legit meant it when I told you at the club, like, oh, yeah, dude, I thought you should have, you know, I was just like, I thought you were the funniest guy there uh, with your act, and, like, I'm just, you know, not trying to be all like, I said everybody was the funniest, you know, I really, like, I really meant that, I wasn't just, like, kissing your ass and being too nice of a guy to people, because, uh, yeah. No, I appreciate that, I always appreciate the feedback, uh, you know, it was a lot of good comics there that night, so, you know. A lot of people yeah. get their thing oh, tonight, yeah. so it, it's good to even oh. have people just remember your set after a show. Sometimes, you know, right? Especially, right. especially when that many people go up. Nah, man, I've been I've been having your shit in my head, and I want to ask you, like, are you one of those comedians that are like you don't talk about your act like publicly or whatever unless you like do it on stage, if that makes sense? Uh, not really. I mean, a little bit. Uh, I'll yeah. definitely talk about. You know, certain things that people ask me about it, like people definitely, people like to ask me about a lot of my act because, you know, I tell a lot of like jokes about like dating and sex and shit like that. Okay. And of course, people, people like to ask, oh, is that something like that really happened to you? Like, oh shit, that you really do that? Mm-hmm. You know, so people, people like to ask me like, you know, so it's not even just about my act, it's almost like real like personal shit. Right. <laughs> right. That's probably like, you know. But it's all good, you know. I don't, I don't mind, you know, to an extent, you know. Yeah. I'll share. Okay, yeah. Just stop me whenever uh, you think I'm fucking pushing it. You know, I get it. Um, I'm sure we're good. But I guess like, like one thing that got stuck in my head. Hold on, my bad. People are blowing my phone up. Let me turn this shit on airplane mode. So unprofessional. My bad. Um, fucking a. I did. I just hang up on this motherfucker. Hold up. God damn, unperfect. Hello? Yeah, I lost you for a second. My dumbass. I put it on airplane mode because my shit kept getting too many text messages and that just like blew out my fucking <laughs> connection. <laughs> right, right, you just turned off the whole Wi Fi. Yeah, bro. Okay, my bad. <laughs> but my question, so like, nah, legit. I, yeah, that you really made me think there are some people that you just don't remember their shit. Like, I was like collecting Instagrams of other people and stuff and. I, I like remember the face but I'm like what were they fucking talking about you know right and you came in late like did you just kind of like walk like I didn't I didn't see you at all until you came up yeah I got there a little late I was doing it I did another open mic right before that out in Oakland okay. um, me, me and my homegirl RJ that went up the kind of skinny white girl with the glasses. yeah the rape jokes and the smoking weed jokes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she's wild she's wild she's very good <laughs> at comedy so she's still finding her her lane but um yeah, man, we, we, we did an open mic out in Oakland, and, uh, you know, then uh, she wanted to come do comedy. She lives out in Pleasanton, so we came through and did that. Yeah, man, I mean, I, I've been lucky enough to do quite a few shows at Tommy's before. Um, I'm actually, I, I don't know if I told you, I'm actually produce, co-producing a show at Tommy's tomorrow night mm-hmm. with my homeboy mm-hmm. Colin. So, like, I've been lucky enough to rock the, sh- uh, rock the stage there a few times. I'm, 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 I know Jeff there, Jeff Moreno, who... Yeah, they got uh, posters from that mic. So yeah, luckily I was able to kind of like roll in there and uh, get me a spot. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it it threw me off guard. Like I ain't gonna be a dick, and to be fair, I don't remember the people who were going up before you. And let me just like kind of say like this is my, um, how do I say? I don't know if it's just like opinion or my stance on stand up comedy, because like I've probably been to less than ten stand up comedy. Uh shows in my life to be honest 
And so, like, I don't know if my opinions are just, like, biased or even ignorant or whatever. But it's, like, I still respect the art and things like that. And I guess it's just, like, what am I trying to say? The people that came up before you, bro, there was probably, like, five people in a row that fucking sucked, dude. And I was getting restless, you know? Like, I was just, like, I don't I don't know if you saw my act or not, dude, but... I, no, I got there a little too late, I think, to see it's, you. It's all good, man. I was, like, third up. And oh, yeah, so... I'm just like, yeah, I'm so glad I got this out the way because me and my boy, like, we, we were getting pretty restless. And I was like, man, I can't imagine, like, going up after just, like, shitty act after shitty act and, like, the crowd is impatient. It's going to take a lot to make me laugh, you know? <laughs> no, it, that's, it's a tough situation as a comic for sure. Like, if you're on a, so like, open mics, that's why open mics can be real tough, especially if you're on later in an open mic. Because the thing about Tommy's, though, is Tommy's, it's an open mic there, like what we were at last week, but like with it being in a club and kind of like the nature of it, it doesn't have like a true open mic. And like most open mics you go to, I don't know if you've been to like a true open mic that's in like a back of a bar somewhere, but mm-hmm. like that shit, it's like you with like four or five other comics, maybe 10, you know, but it's all comics. No one's really paying attention. Everyone's tired of hearing each other's shit because everyone's heard it all before. Yeah. And and everyone's waiting for the list of 20 comics to go through so they can get their turn. Mm-hmm. So it's real tough to, like, get a rhythm going to, like, feel like, oh, man, was that joke any good? Because very low probability anyone's going to laugh just in general, right. even if it's a good joke. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're really just kind of doing it just for, like, the rep and, like, the reputation, you know, to, yeah. to, to get to, you know, practice saying it, practice, like, different tags or whatever um but yeah doing long mics and long shows it can be tough man because especially if you get a couple of stinkers in there or a couple of people who bomb and and you know the crowd really does it's discouraging i feel like it's yeah. discouraging like no doubt. i feel like i'm in i'm inexperienced as fuck i'd like to say i'm probably a white belt in comedy you know or at least right. stand-up comedy so i like tell myself Dude, if, if, if there's just, like, a bunch of stinkers and stuff and the crowd fucking sucks, it, it would just feel so unmotivating. And I'll be like, yeah, dude, I'm just going to run through it. Like, just do whatever I memorize, you know, and just call it a fucking day. <laughs> right. It, it, it's, yeah, it's hard to kind of bring that that uh, energy. But I think uh, well, I think what I've gone to, like, you know, I've only been doing comedy for, like, uh, a year now, like a year and some change. And, like, I I definitely got to a point where, like, I take that challenge. Like, okay, like, you know, they couldn't quite crack them. Well, I'm going to try a couple different things and bring a little extra energy and see if I can crack them, you know. But but I definitely went through that before where it's like, well, shit, you know. And I'm watching people who I know are funnier than me and who I know are more experienced than me. And they're not really getting nothing out of them. And I'd be like, well, shit, I'm going to stink it up, too, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's kind of hard. You know, you got to kind of, like, be like, well, no, I'm going to have the energy that kind of can turn this shit in the other direction right damn like so let me ask you it you said like over a year or close to a year you've been doing stuff? over a year i really got going last april okay would you say like has this ever happened to you where somebody kind of like calls you out like oh that joke's been said before or something like that I've never had that exact situation. I've had people tell me like, "Oh yeah, like this this comedian has like a joke with like a, that premise." You know because every premise has been done, you know, probably multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's, unless you're talking about something that just happened yesterday, and even then, you can guarantee at every open mic or show that's happening that day, everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Um, so it's like, as long as you're kind of putting your own unique spin on a premise, which I'm always doing. Um, because it's, it's my shit's usually coming from some kind of personal 
experience of some of some type mm-hmm. um, where I might be talking about like I'm pretty sure like I have a joke about having sex with my socks on. I, well, I yeah. know I'm not the I know I'm not <laughs> the first dude to talk about fucking with their socks on. I have right. my particular thing on it. I know I like superheroes yeah. and shit we like want, that. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, wear, <laughs> I wear Iron Man socks, you know. So I put my yeah. own spit on it, you know, and that's yeah. kind of like. And it's kind of kept, you know, at least to this point, you know, I haven't had anyone come up to me like, hey, that's X, right. Y, and Z's joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then shit, what I, I guess what I'm about to say might be the closest thing to it, but it's not, I don't even think it's like a call out or anything. Because like I said, your shit has been like in my head all day. Not all day, but like all fucking week, at least that your jokes are the ones that stuck out to me the most. And I think it was just today. It kind of hit me with the whole Zillow and porn joke. <laughs> and he just like you know it almost took a week and it's just it's been about six days and i'm just now like realizing oh fuck i seen i seen that exact premise but just in in like a youtube sketch format you know and then i just start kind of getting paranoid about myself like uh with all the media i consume and shit like that there's bound to have been some things that I make up, but it's really been done before, you know. And I guess it's—I guess that's what makes it important to put your own spin and personal things in into a fucking joke. No, definitely, because like you said, like you know, with YouTube and, and and Instagram and everything, like everyone produces content, everyone produces media, everyone makes jokes now of different types. You know, not just stand up. It's like you said, there's YouTube videos, and there there was vines. There's you know, TikToks, there's all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, all these different people from all these different walks of life are touching on all these different subjects. And so, yeah, there's, there's not going to be any stone unturned, bro. There's nothing new under the sun when you look at it that way. It's all about having your own personal, like, here's my experience, here's my, like, take, here's what I went through with this thing that we all go through and we all talk about, you know? Yeah. What else do I want to ask you? Where, like, where do you work? You said you work today. You mind talking? Yeah, man. Yeah, I work for. Uh, I, I fix washers and dryers for a living. Very glamorous shit. For like houses, hotels, apartments. Like apartment complexes, mostly. Um, a lot of senior citizen centers, shit like that. Like basically any place that has like a laundry room on their property. You know, that's <laughs> like. You know, it, it's definitely not like personal stuff. Like I don't go to anyone's houses and fix like yeah. their individual washer or dryer. It's definitely all like apartment complexes and and, and, and like kind of like commercial residential stuff like that. That's kind of crazy how um, that's like your specialty because I've lived in apartment complexes before and we had maintenance men for probably we probably had like four maintenance men and there's probably at least more than three hundred apartments. And I just think about like, well, they would probably fix the washers and dryers as well. And they're probably getting paid minimum wage or something. And so every time shit would bust in my apartment, I wouldn't really be too mad. And this is this is pre-COVID too, when the world was fully staffed. (laughs) And so so now, like, I just, you know, I just kind of put my hands like, look, when they get to it, they'll get to it. You know, if it's a real emergency, I'll fucking call the police. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I mean, some people definitely have that good approach. You know, I kind of have a similar approach to shit. You know, things are out of people's control at this point. But, uh, you know, some people don't fuck around about their shit, man. And, and the, the crazy thing about... Karen's, like, you know? Job. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the crazy thing about my job is, like, the washers and dryers don't even belong to them. And they're still, like, they start stripping. Like, you know, just because they put a dollar fifty in it, 
Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you know my saying? God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they get, the same, they, they get God, to trip out damn. on you and, and act all kinds of ways. And it's like, hey, man, I'm just here to fix the machine. You know, I can't give you no money back. I'm broke, too. You know? <laughs> Do you feel like comedy helps you keep your fucking cool in those kind of situations? Because I feel like, personally, yeah. I'm funnier if I'm more irritated. Like, I always try to, like, not eat well or something before I go up on stage and shit. Just Get a depe- grouchiness going. Depending yeah. on the joke. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like the style that I want to develop is like, all right, let's get this fucking shit over with. Because, like I said, I'm personally not really that big of a fan of st- stand-up comedy. Like, there's probably really big names that I'm familiar with and stuff. But just, like, as a whole, I don't know, man. I was watching that Pete Davidson shit on Netflix yesterday. You see that? I'm not. I'm see. I'm kind of similar, man. I don't watch a, a shit ton of stand up comedy. Mm. Like I, I, I watched a lot growing up. Um, yeah. And, and like I still watch it. Don't get me wrong. But like I don't watch everybody. And like even some of the bigger, like like a Pete Davidson. I, I've seen. I don't think I've ever seen a, a Pete Davidson special. I've me definitely neither. seen. <laughs> I've seen bits of his, and I've seen him do like certain stuff. But like. I've never sat down and watched a whole Pete Davidson special, you know, and say I can say the same for a lot of, like, great comics, like a lot of established great comics. Hmm. Like, you know, there's certain people I would never miss this, but like Dave Chappelle, I would never miss a special. Like, you know, hmm. like if we still had, like, like Patrice O'Neal, I would never miss a special. Like, you know, there are certain people where, like, I would always, like, make sure I, you know, but other people, like Louis C.K., I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, a lot of other comics will, like, slap you in the face for saying that. Yeah. Personally, not not my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and him being a weirdo on top of that, <laughs> don't know. Who, who do you think? Um, what's a comedian that you like the most that throws you off? You're like, damn, why do I like this guy? You know? Jim Gaffigan. Okay, I seen his shit, but I don't remember anything he's ever said. Bro, this he killed me. This one, this one special he has. This nigga just goes in on hot pockets. Oh, 15, 20 minutes, bro. No, that's really old, right? That's at least fifteen years old. Yeah, it's old as shit. I seen that. I seen it. (laughs) Bro, bro, that shit sent me. And I'm watching this dude. I'm like, who the fuck is this pale ass white ass? Like, you know what I'm saying? Then he starts talking about hot pockets, and it was like I was, it was, I was like a, like a, like a Baptist in church. I was just like, bro, preach that shit. Like, I was just like, bro, like. He's like, they're fucking frozen on the outside. Fucking, oh, yeah, dude. Fucking, I was like, bro. You know just, what? He was going in. Do you fuck, do you fuck with Hot Pockets, though, or no? Yeah, only pepperoni ones, man. I, I I used to I used to be all about all flavors of them as a kid because I didn't care and I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, my palate's more refined, so just pepperoni. And- I don't, I've never <laughs> fucked with Hot Pockets, but I feel like... I feel like that 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 bit about it from Jim Gaffigan probably embedded it in my head because I remember being like in the sixth grade watch. And how old are you? You're thirty, thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah. So you, I'm twenty seven. So you're eight okay, years. Yeah. No. Eight or fucking whatever, dude. Seven years. Man, my strong suit either, bro. Asian jokes, dude. I should be good at this shit, dude. <laughs> Yeah, man, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, that was really my first time at Tommy T's and probably, I'd say, officially doing stand-up. Um, I remember I did, like, just a little bit about me, I guess. I did stand-up 
for my high school. I auditioned for the talent show, <laughs> and I had them fucking cracking up in there, you know? I really did. So I like, I really, I felt like I killed it. My friends were there, and they're like, that was better than I thought. And then um, I didn't make it into the talent show, and I had the fucking, it was a band teacher who was um, in charge of it. And it just kind of like, it didn't really hurt my feelings, but it just made me think like, ah, oh, maybe I'm not talented because I'm just talking. Like, I don't play an instrument or something. Like, fuck this. And just kind of like, and I remember, I'm like, how old am I? I'm 16. And I'm like, I want to do stand. And that's when I first heard about Tommy T. So I heard about Tommy T's like 11 years ago. And I was like, yeah, when I turn 17, I'm going up there. I'm, I'm going to do it. But then uh, life hit me. And uh, I just never, I never went with it. I didn't, I had other priorities and shit. But yeah, I know. So like, if you haven't seen my bit, like fucking eighty percent of it is me just shitting on my fiance, and a and a big part of me going on on stage. Honestly, I probably credit it to her because like. I don't know. I just kind of went whatever about it, and she she would be the one kind of nagging me. Like when I first met you, you said you've always wanted to do this, and you don't talk about it. And I just feel like you'd regret it if you like got old and yeah, didn't do it. That's dope, man. That's yeah. real dope. You definitely got to be with someone that supports you and knows about like your dreams and like the, you know and encourages that because like you know trust me, there's a lot of women out there, a lot of partners in general yeah. that would hear about you want to do something like stand up and just be like, nah, bro, just don't quit your day job like yeah uh-huh my parents up just, right exactly you know what i'm saying you know yeah. and shit up with your stupid ass dreams you know yeah and uh you know so it's great you got somebody like that in your corner and, and, and hopefully she doesn't mind um being the butt of the jokes too you know what i'm saying oh yeah my net i got a whole new bit for um when i go to oakland and uh i leave her alone i don't mention her at all you're <laughs> <laughs> like i'm trying to fuck tonight <laughs> yeah and, and she didn't she didn't go with me either it, it was my boy uh, was the one who went. She had to go to school, right. not on some pedophile right. shit. She in college, okay? And uh, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, she wasn't there. So this will be the first time she she's with me and shit. But um, what uh, what was I gonna ask you? I don't know why I told you about myself like that. Um, it's all good. I don't know you for shit, so that's fine. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I don't know. You had a cool vibe about you, you know. Not on some, not trying to get at you. Not on some homo shit, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. No, a lot of people had fucking gay pride jokes, and to be honest, like I didn't even know it was like gay pride month, dude. I just it completely flew. It's pride month until I go do a set somewhere. <laughs> it completely like, went over show, my head, dude. And, I, and I go to you know I go to open mic, and then I go hear all the pride month jokes. Like that's where I get. I you. Like, bro, if you do enough stand-up, you'll come and see that. You can just basically get the news from people's stand-up sets. Oh, you wow. You don't even got to watch TV. That makes me more excited. You don't got to scroll social media because <laughs> you can literally just show up to a show, and if you sit there long enough and pay attention, everyone's going to talk about the recent goings-on as far as, like, what's going on with this and what's – I mean, there's just way – it's it, do it like, bro, when um every time there's a new COVID variant mm-hmm. – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, like – what I'm going to open with... All the Omicron <laughs> jokes. And all, oh, my God. This is what I'm going to open with. Like, uh, unless somebody already says it. I'm going to be like, what's up? Nothing much. Just gas prices and COVID cases. All right. Now that we hit the hard-hitting topics, let's start some real comedy, you know? <laughs> and then I feel like if I were the first one to go up, everybody... I'd feel like a jackass because everybody would be like, fuck, that's half my jokes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're definitely gonna make people have to uh, switch up the set list after that. One. Yeah. 
just want to talk. Yeah, the, oh, gas prices. These gas prices are crazy, huh, y'all? Yeah, I, I had to, you know, I had to ride a scooter here. But we're like, all right, yeah, yeah. we get it. I had an Asian joke. I was gonna be like, I fucking missed my exit twice on the way over here, just to like let y'all know how fucking Asian I am, and just kind of <laughs> talking about that was like twenty dollars worth of gas, bro. I don't even think I'll be able to get in the show. Right. <laughs> no, but that kind of stuff is always good, bro. Like that kind of stuff, like when you tie it into like personal, ethnic, like different experience, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's where it becomes more like your shit. Valid. Yeah, instead of you just kind of like trying to do your own like fake version Dude, of Weekend oh. Update, like I don't yeah. know if you watch like SNL. I don't. Know what I'm saying, but I but really don't. I don't. I don't watch much of it either. But they do this bit on there called Weekend Update. I think Pete Davidson used to do it for a few years, and then they okay. blew over. They have doing it now, but they have uh, two of the cast members kind of like do like a newscast type situation. They both sit up there in like suits, and they basically tell like it's almost like where the Daily Show got its platform from. You know what I'm saying? Where it was mm-hmm. like, hey, we're gonna comedically tell jokes about recent like goings on and like the news with celebrities and whatever right yeah so that's basically what like 40 percent of comedians try to do is just go up there and fucking do a live version of weekend of weekend update yeah basically yeah, hey, yeah you're what's going on with elon musk and kind of oh, reminds me of a very important character to my podcast fucking one of the <laughs> guests that are always on but if they're gonna know who i'm talking about (laughs) that's what he does dude i saw i had a podcast with a guy before this we called it the flow show and it's basically just you know we my idea i think i came up with the name was to just flow we just get on and we fucking talk about whatever and try to be somewhat funny about it but we stopped doing the podcast because my motherfucking friend was talking about we like he'd be making agendas and shit. We gotta talk about the top ten MCs of 1990s and all that. I'm like, bro, I don't want to talk about like anything. <laughs> like he's just like, we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about that. Yeah, he's trying to do like a more traditional kind of like, yo, we gotta run down. We're gonna go and fucking touch these topics, and you're just kind of trying to just like you said, let it flow. Just you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let the conversations kind of go natural no pressure and which is why i made my own podcast That's um, how you do it, man. let me ask you something dude i want to get an opinion from a if, if you were um to be ranked in comedy would you consider yourself still a white belt blue belt purple belt like what you think you are Ooh, good question because i heard you say that earlier and i kind of didn't get me thinking about oh damn where am i in this shit because uh-huh. I, I think i'm definitely beyond white belt now like a white uh, belt with a stripe at least I think I'm beyond white belt, man. I think oh, I'm okay. a, like a, I think I'm a good yellow now. I, so I think that's that's the I, next one, right? The next one up from yeah. white is yellow. Depending so on I the think, art, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm I'm yellow, probably working on an orange. I mean, I, you know, I've done a lot of shows. I've, I've I'm past at two comedy clubs. I'm gonna be hosting a weekend at Laughs next month. Okay. Uh, so so I, I mean, I don't have a bunch of time. Um, I won a comedy competition at Tommy T's. I won another comedy competition out in the city. Uh, so like I mean I've done some stuff man and I definitely like I mean I'm I perform with you know motherfuckers who've been doing this who are definitely like you know green and blue belts and you know what I'm saying yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah you know I perform right there with them and, and get laughs right there with them so I mean I, I know I don't have that time and, or experience yet so I, I definitely don't put myself there but definitely be on white belt for sure like I definitely have at least a, a good grasp of like my basics and like how I want to go about doing things, how I want to go about writing, shit like that. My goal is to kind of be a white belt forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like be doing it for 20 fucking years like the complete opposite of you you know like see the thing is is that you're probably gonna go well past that because that's your goal because everyone, <laughs> everyone who winds up doing that does that shit completely on accident you know yeah, what I'm dude. saying? I'm trying to have yeah. no ego in this at all. I'm not trying to be all fucking. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get in a fucking movie. This and that. Nah, bro. Right. I'm try. I like. That's what I told myself when I go up there. I'm always like, or I want to always have the mentality of you, get ready to bomb. You know, and get ready to have a fun time bombing. That's it, dude. Like I'm here for the bomb. <laughs> I mean, definitely first few months, even first year. I mean, because people told me when I first started, bro. Because definitely, like, my first month was pretty much just just consistent bombs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe even an occasional laugh here and there with this and that. But, like, you know, I mean, I was doing a lot of shitty likes and shit like that, too. Um, but at the same time, it's just definitely that, that first, like, 10, 20 times until you really start, like, you know, learning differently. Like, I, I really got my shit together when I, I did this one set, didn't go that great. And the dude who was hosting the show who was like, He's basically like the godfather of San Francisco comedy. This dude, Tony Sparks, OG black dude, okay. Afro. You do comedy enough, you're going to meet him. Great person. And, um, you know, after I did my set, he was hosting hosting the show. And after I did my set, he goes up after me. And he goes, hey, so Jamar's going to be on this new show coming out called Comics Over Explain Things Greatly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's trying, I, to, uh, trying to tell you to, like, put less detail into your shit? Uh, Definitely, definitely. No, I actually had a conversation with him like afterwards, and he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, just to let you know." He was like, "You gotta, you gotta say more with less, man." He was like, and, uh, "You know, basically, he was like, as a general rule of thumb, he's like, of course, this ain't always what it's gonna be, but general rule of thumb, you don't want to be going more than fifteen seconds without trying to say something funny. Mm. Like, you need to make fifteen seconds. There needs to be some type of tag, something where you're gonna get keep the audience engaged with a quick, <laughs> you know, something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I I'm saying? You. It doesn't." It doesn't need to be pure, hilarious punchline or nothing, but you can't just be out here just explaining, 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 explaining. Right. Telling, telling, you know, especially when you only got five minutes or seven minutes or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, you, you don't got time for that, wow. you know. And, you That's know, a so, good so, tip. That's a good oh, it's tip. A great, it's, that, that has been my golden rule. And that, ever since I've followed that, it's been better for me. Like, that, that huh. kind of, like, helped me turn a corner into, like, okay, if I'm not doing that, I'm fucking up. And, you know, the more I kind of, like, the closer I try to do to that, like it, it typically goes well for me when I'm writing jokes and performing jokes. So yeah, definitely that's my advice that I'll pass to you from Tony is thank you. You know, fifteen yeah. seconds, bro. Like you know, it's not for everybody. Some people do comedy a little bit differently, yeah. but as a general like a golden rule, the general rule of thumb, I would say not even so much a golden rule, but yeah. a good rule of thumb is, you know, you don't want to go extended periods of time without like getting something from them or at least trying to get it you know what i'm saying that's true maybe because you know i'd say i'm more of a fucking audience member than i am a performer and and that's why i'm not really that big of a fan of comedy and one of my gripes is and and sometimes i think about making this a joke or something but it's like i just think stand-up comedy is kind of a dying art because with everything going on like you mentioned earlier social media vine tiktoks instagram videos shit like that like i just feel like we all have the fucking or at least i do have the attention span of a fucking squirrel i was just about that was gonna be my next line about like that's that's why you told me that he's like attention spans are short nowadays bro yeah they're real fucking short and like you know you gotta kind of like you know i mean above all that like you were just saying bro the, the People's phones are right there in front of them. They're either in their pocket or sitting on that table right there yep. in front of them. Yep. And if you're not going to be entertaining, 
it ain't nothing to them to pick that fucker up, unlock it, and, and forget about whatever the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, you know? and I was trying to be really respectful and give everybody a chance. And bro, there were some ass fucking performances, dude. Like, <laughs> like that. and it's just like I just I don't know. I was like, I wouldn't want anyone to be on their phone if I was up there. So let me like, let me try to really listen hard. But there was just some people, just the nerves or whatever you could tell, like. They just thought they were going to kind of go up there and say something funny. And it's just, you just can't hold somebody's attention for that long. But what I was going to say, though, um, which is kind of the opposite of your 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 general rule, is that I, I thought I'd do pretty well in stand-up because of how long I've been doing my podcast and things like that. And people on the internet say I'm funny and shit like that. I feel like validated enough in that sense. Um with that kind of stuff and i just kind of thought yeah man i'm good at telling stories or cracking jokes or whatever let me just put it in stand-up form and but you still telling me i was like oh man that could be kind of a double-edged sword because I, I could just be over explaining over analyzing things and people are gonna be like get on with it you know no because no, 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 i mean i kind of came into like i started off uh my boy that i do the i'm doing the tommy show with tomorrow he's been at stand-up for about three years now my boy colin casados and um when, when, before I started doing stand-up, we started doing a podcast together. We did like three episodes of this podcast over Zoom. It was kind of like it was over quarantine. So we were kind of just fucking around with something. We had time on our hands and shit like that. We only did three episodes, like I said. Um, but from like, you know, doing those and dropping those and some of the, some of my friends and people watching them, they were like, bro, you tell great stories, like, you know, things like that. And so my boy was like, hey, like try stand-up. And so, of course, like, you know, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know, I'd always thought about it. Like I said, I grew up watching stand-up a little bit. You know, I've always had a knack for that, but I never really considered it because I've never been a crowd, you know, perform in front of people in general kind of person. Uh Um, And just, you know, I just never really considered it until recently. And then when I, you know, like I said, when I got to it, I was over-explaining, you know, over-talking. And, you know, I kind of had to, like, you know, learn to pair some of that out of my game. But I think for the most part having the ability to talk and just kind of like having an understanding of what it takes to be entertaining goes a long way okay you know what i'm saying and i think you just kind of like you can kind of learn to like evolve and modify your joke writing and and your joke telling to like fit you know within stand-up confines i think you know when you're when you do when you if you've been you've been doing this podcast shit for a minute you've done a couple of them so I think, you know, you have a pretty good, I mean, one thing I will say, bro, and it, it caught me off guard as soon as we started talking, is your voice, bro. Like, I, I've been told a similar thing about mine, but your voice is like, it's perfect for just listening to, bro. Like, you know, oh, like, thank you. <laughs> whether it's radio, whatever, you know what I'm saying, podcast, whatever, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying, on stage, like, you got a good voice for just, like, you, the, way, the way you speak, everything is just. It's, it's built for the shit, you know, you inflect up and down, just like all those little things. And so you, right. that, that shit transfers over to comedy, bro. Like that shit, it will make your, it transitions perfectly, perfectly. Like it, it's literally just about it from that point. It's just about joke writing and, 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 and how you go about telling like, you know, which is of course fucking like 75% of the game in general, but like having right. that at a 25%. <laughs> already in your pocket as far as like knowing how to like present knowing how to speak you know things like that it's, it's gonna do you some good bro thank you man i appreciate that um i had a question though and then i got starstruck by the compliment uh 
Oh yeah, man. I mean, I kind of have. I feel like I have to be well at speaking because uh, English is the only fucking language I know. And uh, I was like, oh, so my name. You're in America, bro. Like we're all terrible at it. You you complimented my name. I remember that at the club. Yeah, smart. yeah that shit was and, fantastic, bro. I was like, you get all those with that. <laughs> and uh, one, I think I told you who he was named after, whatever. Like, the only person I know in history named Marconi is, uh, I believe his name was Marconi Gigliermo. And he, um, he gets credit for inventing the radio, but he... Um, he actually didn't. He just helped invent, like, the radio waves. I did a fucking... Um, What's it called? Not a documentary. A research paper on him. <laughs> so, like, I just was like, all right, let me get the fucking guy who's got my name and let me uh, learn about him. And so I just found it. Like, ever since I was little, it, it kind of started. I wanted to be, like, a news anchor or something. But then over time, it was like, that's dumb. I wanted to do comedy a little bit. And my dad was like, yeah, you got to really – I don't know. He was just kind of negative about it. It's like, yeah, that shit's hard. <laughs> and then – um. But I've always wanted to be like on the radio or something like that. And I find it kind of ironic that I was named after, well, not technically, but like I've got the same name as uh, that guy who helped invent the radio. And so, um, it's the universe, boys. <laughs> I took like a mass communications class. And what's hella funny about it is that I fucking, I failed. I, I got an A in the class, but I did really bad on my research paper, and everybody thought it was going to be so fucking good because it was, like, me and the guy I knew. People assumed I'd know, like, fucking everything about him and shit, how big his dick was and shit. Um, but, and I joined, okay, so I get an A in this class, but I basically, like, tell the teacher, dude, I tried really hard in this class, but... I came into this class thinking, because it's called a mass communications class. I thought it'd be like kind of a speech class or something like that, you know? Right. And it fucking wasn't. It was just about like, you know, the history and of like, you know, from the newspaper up until now kind of bullshit. We just spent all year learning it from fucking before Christ one or whatever. And I was just <laughs> pissed off. I always wonder what happened in a communications class. I had seen that when I was in community college and I was like, what the fuck happens in there? <laughs> yeah dude i wanted to i wanted to major in mass communications and my mom i'm 17 going to college my fucking mom changes my transcript and like takes me out of the mass communications class and puts in a fucking computer programming class oh, boy. swear to god dude not even a joke and it's just like not even an asian joke dude my mom was just like i just you know i felt like computer skills are just better for you to get a job or something like that you know like she just didn't want me fucking around see being a black dude from the hood it's just like yo this nigga's in college <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair i'm in i'm in fucking community college i <laughs> it, like i said they would like when i went to college it, my, my mom didn't give a shit that boy's in college okay like, that's it didn't like you know what i'm saying like he's he's you know what i'm saying because let me let me tell you about the history of my name okay let me tell you about the, the where my name comes from, okay? Jamar is actually the first dude back in the 70s to sell nickel bags of crack, okay? Alright. No, that's a joke. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, dude, my family doesn't aim that high, you know what I'm saying? They're like, yo, this dude, he, he's not, you know, he's not in the family business of selling drugs or pimping, so let's, let's give it up for him. <laughs> 
Oh, man, dude. <laughs> what else, dude? I don't know, man. I'm trying to think. Um, how do I say this? Okay, I get. Oh, I guess I wanted to ask. Like, we just kind of started talking about like how long you've been doing stand up and stuff. But so back to my mom being like always having something to say. I guess I send her uh, my set that I did last week, and like the very first thing she says, like my mom, both of my parents are just like super unsupportive of me, dude. <laughs> and so like the first thing my mom says is like. You don't really have many punchlines, you know? And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. And then, like, she had to follow, because I didn't text back, and she had to follow up, like, a couple minutes later. It's like, oh, but, you know, you, you have great confidence, and I'm proud of you. It's, it's, it, you got to have confidence to get up in front of people or something. And so I respond oh, to the whole no, uh, what did she say? No punchlines. things like, yeah, I'm more of, like, a ranter. Like, I guess I don't really have much um, one-liners. And my mom goes, what's a one-liner? And it's just, and I'm just like, who the, who the fuck are you, dude? And I talked about this on my podcast yesterday, dude, or like a couple days ago. And I'm just like, dude, my mom can't even swim, dude. Like my mom don't even know how to ride a bike. Like fuck what she has to say, dude. (laughs) It got dark and I'm like, yeah, watch me throw my mom in a deep pool and just be all like, Oh, mom, you need to relax, dude. You're not treading right. Look, mom, you're drowning, you know. <laughs> you don't even have no brush stroke. <laughs> oh, man. What do your what folks you? think of you doing comedy? Oh, they love it, man. I, I, I am so lucky. My, my, my parents are supportive. My mom. I have a joke about finding my mom's porn stash. Oh, shit. That I performed in front of her several times. She loves it every single time, bro. <laughs> every single time. It, it's, 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 it's almost fucked up how much she likes it. It's almost disturbing. <laughs> she came up to me one time after a show, right? After I did the, the joke in front of her. She was like, hey, man, that, that Black Fuckers Volume 5, that was a joint. Black gun. Fuckers I like, Volume 5. I was like, Mom, you know what? I don't want to talk shop with you right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't oh, want to talk baseball with you. Yeah, my next set, I roast the fuck out of my dad, and I think it's perfect because it's Father's Day weekend. There you go. And uh, But I feel kind of fucked up because I'm making jokes about my dad, but I haven't even really gotten him anything. I don't know what he wants. I don't know. Um, he wants to be made fun of, don't you? you l- okay, let me try one of these jokes on you. Like I've, This is legitimately <laughs> what I've got in my, in my fucking ammo right here. Okay, so my fucking dad, you know, we're Asian. He's all paranoid about asian hate violence and shit like that you know my dad's 66 years old my dad's strapped to the fucking teeth dude my dad fucking he walks around with bear mace never been camping a day in his life you know (laughs) never seen a bear yeah man and so i'm in oakland right and i'm gonna follow up right after that with do black people camp like come on let's be real you know what in, in 2022 I ain't gonna well that's the thing actually but, I ain't gonna not, uh, not culturally it's really mostly about if you date a white person or not you can't if you date a white woman for sure <laughs> <laughs> okay actually I wasn't gonna say it like that I got comfortable with you you know I'm not nervous <laughs> if I was in front of you know in Oakland I'd probably I'd literally this I have it in my head saying like do y'all go camping? That's all I'm going to say. Like, I don't even need to bring up race. It's just like Bay Area in general. Like, and then I was going right. to go into like 
Asian people don't even camp really unless you know you're up north more but I don't want to even get into that too much details my friend told me about you know <laughs> and so I was gonna say Asian people and black people the only time you're gonna see Asian people and black people camping is if some new Jordans or a new PlayStation just dropped, dude. <laughs> That's our kind of camping. We, we, we'll, 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 take a, we'll take a we'll take a small tent in front of Foot Locker all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, 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 fuck Yosemite, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we'll, we'll, that, that's a new... We'll be outside of fucking bro, camp, so... Really. I, I wasn't going to say this, but, like, it was kind of a joke that I wanted to say first. Like, bro, I will... I've lived in California my whole life, and I've never gone to Yosemite, and I've never planned on going anytime soon, because I don't want to go missing, all right? Like, you know how there's tech savvy? I'm fucking, like... I'm not... I, there's nature savvy, all right? I'm not nature savvy. Right. You give me a gallon of gas and a lighter, I'm not going to be able to light a fire, dude. Like, I'm going to have a hard time. So if I get lost in fucking Yosemite and all these motherfuckers talking about, just find the North Star and follow it home or some shit to civilization. I'm like, what if it's a cloudy day, dude? You know? I'm fucked. <laughs> my, my, my dad took me to Yosemite um, twice as a kid. Uh-huh. And uh, both, both times, my mom was like, bro, if you come back without my son, like, you, like don't come back. Like, you'll wish whoever there took him. Like, I'm gonna fuck you. The, like, don't you bring you bring him out there around that shit. You know he doesn't need to be out there. You know. And then he took he took me like fucking um like rafting. I think or like not rafting. It wasn't that serious. Uh, <laughs> like we were in like some type of canoe or something. But the water was kind of crazy. It was like, rough. Okay. And I was like, yo, like, and I was like eleven. Are you like, are you, you in know, the ocean? You in a river? Like a river. It was like it was like a pretty well moving river. I, we are somewhere in Yosemite. I'm not sure where. Oh, okay. And I'm and, and and like we're literally having to like paddle for our lives, basically. And I'm like, bro, this is a lot of responsibility to put on a little stupid kid from the <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I like 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 I am from the hood, sir. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do with any of this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I feel I feel a little worried it's, too. It's really in neither of our skill sets, to be honest. You did, did you could dad. you tell i mean i know you're only 11 but could you tell like after years of analyzing it that your dad was kind of like oh fuck i might like not be in control of this situation kind of oh, like because <laughs> my dad was always like a very in control like smooth calm dude like you know what i'm saying i never he, like he very rarely got like you know rattled or anything like that but like just from like how, how his tone picked up and shit like that i was like oh you've put us in a situation haven't you sir <laughs> and you don't know and you don't know how it's gonna play out this is great this is good my dad has had quite a few of those situations as well <laughs> I'm like, dude i don't know what you think you're doing man but this, this is just i don't know what lesson you think you're teaching me right now but i'm, I'm not learning the only thing i'm learning is not to do anything you say <laughs> let me open this up here all right jamar i've taken about 50 minutes of your time I guess I'll try to wrap it up with, like, a 10-minute conversation about something. And, like, I, I kind of just thought about this right now, to be completely fair. Um, I mean, I've just been trying to analyze just this whole stand-up open mic kind of situation thing and just, like, have an opinion on it. And with all of the other stand-ups that I've seen and stuff, like, I guess I didn't explain this. You know, I, I'm really big in 
in podcasting you know like i just i really like not big like i'm fucking famous or anything but big as in i'm into it i would just i really like that stuff and a lot of the comedians that i listen to i really just listen to their podcasts and i've spent money i've went out to some of their shows and it just always at the end of it i'm, I'm like i i like the podcast better than their their stand-up set and things like that like i've just i don't know and i guess um I've just been trying to figure out like what I do and do not like about it, but just still kind of, cause you know, everybody likes to laugh, you know what I mean? Right. So it's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it goes into the whole dying art of it kind of thing. Like people are just consuming comedy in a different way. And I've just been kind of like, I don't know, just wondering in general, like I always think, cause how do people fucking get the motivation to go to a lot of comedy shows and when i see like big netflix specials and stuff it always is in the back of my head like damn y'all really came to this like you guys must be really big fans or something you know because it's like i'd have to be a really big fan of somebody to um go out and watch a show but i guess i'm I'm not trying to rant too much i'm I'm gonna get to my question but it's kind of like um what is it called dude there are um how do I say it? Let me try to wrap it up. So, I don't know, man. A vibe that I get a lot specifically from stand-up comedians, and 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 it showed a lot that night in particular too, but I've always just kind of had this stigma of like stand-up comedians kind of being with like theater kids in a sense or just it's just like oh, in that yeah and but i and i and i hate that shit like i hate stage acting but i respect it i know it's hard as fuck it's probably harder than a regular movie but for me and how i consume entertainment i'm like put some special effects in that bitch right and so um yeah and i feel that exact same way about stand-up comedy i'm like bro this is a monologue and oh and it just kills me when people like like there's this thing that's kind of popular it's called bumping mics you heard of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's then there's comics who have shticks and it's just, you know, like we said, very theater esque and I guess that's kind of the shit that I don't like. <laughs> and um and I don't know if I'm coming off as like a jackass or anything. I'm just trying to be honest. And, uh, that's um, your opinion, man. I mean, we, I, I feel similar. I'm not super into uh, some of that other stuff. You oh, know, yeah. Myself. I mean, yeah. You say uh, that you don't really watch comedy as well, but maybe not for these reasons, or I don't know if you agree or not. I but. mean, I enjoy stand-up. I just don't like to watch a whole bunch of, like... Yeah, that's what I'm eat, saying. Eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't, don't like to take it a whole bit. Like, I like to get it from who I like to get it from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, especially because I already watch so much performing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That like I I when I sit down and watch it at home, it's only because I want to watch like my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Or if I decide I want to go to a show, it's because I you know I want to go either watch my homies or I want to watch my favorites. You know. Um, and you're right, man. Stand up's a, it's a, I think it is a dying art in a lot of sense. Like I, I, one thing I've noticed from doing it and like doing paid shows and shit like that is um, like I would say the average age at a paid show is much higher. Like you know like it's there's not an overwhelming amount of young people, I feel like, at a lot of paid shows. Right. Uh, you, there's a lot of, like, people like your our parents' age, like, maybe a little bit younger than them, like, you know, 40s, 50s, like, you know, and like that age. Okay. Like, the, 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 there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Um, you know, you, there's just, you don't really see a whole lot of, like, millennials there. And then when you do, they're like... 
not always the best crabs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're just, you know, yeah, for like, whatever, re- whatever reason it might be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Older folks, they just... And they're the ones I feel like older, like people like our parents' age truly enjoy comedy still, like truly, truly enjoy the art form. Whereas like, I think, um, younger people enjoy personalities more. They enjoy like certain personalities and, and like individuals. And that's more what they're into and less about like comedy as an art form. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I, I get it. It's like, like characters and shit, but it's well, also- and, and that's why they like, TikTok and shit like that. They get to watch these people do these characters or these little these these sticks of like you know whatever the fuck they're doing and like that's how they're used to like receiving their comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I always uh, wonder what take it in from a real person. I, I always wonder what's the next thing. But that actually reminds me, dude. Me and my um, my family, at least my girl's family, we're all um, we're all watching George Lopez live one day. We're all laughing. Like a motherfucker, but there's um there's a kid, um my nephew basically he's he's got his headphones in, and he's just scrolling through TikTok the whole entire movie, and we're laughing, and every time I'm laughing at the jokes that George Lopez makes, I kind of like look at him to see if he laughs, just to even think like because I remember being 13 and listening to stand up, you know, and just like getting the jokes and shit. So I was just wondering like, damn dude, like either like are all kids like this you know i don't know <laughs> yeah i think in this day and age yeah like like when i was Crazy. when i was young my parents took me to see the kings of comedy in the movie theaters like that was a it was like a feature movie that got put out by like steve harvey dl Hughley, um bernie mac and um cedric the entertainer and they all come out do like sets and it's part of like this like two-hour movie that actually like was in theaters and like me and my whole fucking family went to go see the shit and we were all like super hyped on it and it was it was great it was hilarious i paid attention the whole time like learned so much from it like just in general like it, it like i you know i i love that shit as a kid like you know because it was it was hilarious man and uh i feel like a lot of kids nowadays don't even really give it like a a real chance you know what i'm saying because because it's just not how they're used to consuming something mm. you know what i'm saying like they're they're used uh, at least that's the way I see it. I, I, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm. I wonder I what they. I wonder what their kids now. are gonna look like. You know. Right. Oh, who knows? I mean, they're gonna be looking at fucking holograms. We or might some be shit. alive for it, man. We might be. Oh, alive. We will. <laughs> we'll, we'll, and, and we'll be shaking our fists at it the way our fucking grandparents are like. Yeah. You know. <laughs> man. Okay. So I guess with that being said, it just I wanted to kind of get at the point of. I just get fucking depressing vibes from comedy, dude. Especially like stand-up comedy, being there, hearing people's jokes about being single and shit, and dating, and <laughs> just complaining. Cause sometimes, and I feel like I'm kind of that. I'm trying to have that style too, or I just complain about shit. But it's just people just get on and they just start fucking like everything sucks. You know, it just seems like it's easy to get applause for people to be like, yeah, we're having a hard time buying gas, right? You know, just like, of course we all are. We're at a fucking comedy show. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Um, and, and that's kind of why my podcast is called Suicide Logs. And I just kind of think about like, fuck dude, if I get deep in this game, am I going to get depressed and fucking kill myself? You know, like it's just, should I just leave it alone? Like, is this good for my mental health? You know, myself i mean i think uh, some people have that thing I, i'm sure you've heard people say oh man comedy's like therapy right mm-hmm. and and in a way it, it can definitely be cathartic
cathartic and, and like therapy and shit. But at, on the other side of it is, as a comedian, you don't want to just come up there and vomit all your shit at people. Like, you know, if, if you want to be good at it and if you want to make people laugh, Set it actually, up. you know what I'm saying? You don't want to just come out there and just be like, oh, what was me? This is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you know, you got to actually be at least be funny about it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, you know, and some people do, I think a lot of people make that mistake of, I'm just going to get up here and tell you about how sad I am and about how sad my life is. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? All you do is just kind of bum everybody out or weird everybody out or both. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And instead of make, like being like, hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm sad, but here's a goofy reason why. Or here's like why it's, it's funny because I, I have yeah. these stupid, goofy thoughts. Like, there's, there's, there's just, ways to do it. I see people do it all the time. It's just about... You know, I guess the, the approach. The problem I get at is like there are some comics that are really fucking good that have killed themselves, you know. And I guess it's just kind of, I don't know. The podcasts and people that I listen to in the comedy world, they talk about that stuff a lot. Like ah, oh, just people who are in comedy. It's just kind of like a stereotype that people who are in comedy are like, or like the funniest people are always the saddest people, you know. Oh, I mean, that, I mean, there's definitely some of that. I mean, um. I'm a little too new in the game, maybe, to, to have been around some of these people. A lot of the people I'm around are still um, lively people. They still have real jobs and shit like that. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they got other shit sucking the life out of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not comedy yet. Yeah, um, I hear you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to get at. I thought it uh, in my head. That's why I do this, you know? Work out the fucking thoughts in my head and get a second opinion. Well... <laughs> Okay. I mean, there's definitely a lot of depression in the shit. There's definitely a lot of uh, mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the amount of uh, crazy people I've met doing this shit is kind of like, I don't want to say concerning because it's not like anyone's dangerous or anything. Mm-hmm. But that's not something I expected to to see. Like, I expected to, like, you know, you know. I mean, I guess I should have probably thought about it more. I guess there's like, crazy people everywhere. I mean, everywhere, fucking, like, it doesn't matter what they do, dude. I mean, like... I was kind of, I guess, trying to pinpoint comedy, but there's fucking actors, musicians, right. fucking the all person who works at the grocery Poli- store. Politicians, you know. all of them, bro. They're all fucking nuts, bro. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. So, right. Fucking shit. Right, like, like, so, there's no way to really get around, but I, I still, I guess, I kind of like, I think I expected personally more like, um, like a lot more like intellectual, like, like, like high end, you know, intellectual, like shit from people. And it's, you know, it, there's been some of that, but it's been also a lot of like, yo, dude, you are batshit crazy <laughs> and kind of scary to be around. Right. Like, or like, yo, your coke problem is severe as fuck, my G. Like, mm. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I never. You ever done coke? I've never done coke. I've I've, I've done almost everything under the sun at least once. Um, oh, you're not the first person to say that on this show, dude. That's yeah, crazy. I'm from San Francisco. We get high in San Francisco, like as children. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Drugs right. are part of growing up, but yeah, as an adult now, I pretty much I smoke weed and do mushrooms and acid sometimes. That's that's pretty much and drink a look, you know, sometimes that's about it. Okay. So you're you'd say you're normal though, right? I mean, not normal like like normal like everybody kind of does that. It, you said you're from San Francisco, you know. Oh yeah, no. I mean, my shit was more a part of like just a regular. Uh, like child you know childhood adolescence and young manhood of just growing up and you know having fun and trying different shit you know i've never i've never had like no severe um you know abuse you know or addiction issues or anything like that thank goodness 
Um, yeah, that shit kind of so. scares me, but it's I always kind of because I haven't really done much, so I just kind of try to live vicariously through others, I guess. And it's always kind of good to hear people when they say they've done everything under the sun, and there's just I, I don't know, like like nothing has stuck out where they're like, oh, I I kind of like wish I didn't do that, or oh man, maybe it's because of that. Because I swear, bro, there's a time where I've f- fucking done edibles or something, and it'll take me like. Well, when I was really young, you know, and I, I'll kind of think back and be like, did I fucking die that day? You know, and I'm just still here, you know? <laughs> it felt like I died that day. <laughs> and everything else is just extra, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fucking meeting a friend, uh, my best friend, and I haven't seen him since COVID, and he's going to be there in Oakland, and uh, I don't know. He, like, he's done everything under the sun, it seems like, too, and it's just like... I wouldn't say he's like different or anything, but it's like he, I, he's my best friend. I don't really talk to him about it that much since I, I ain't even seen him since the pandemic started. Shit. Yeah. But I, everybody kind of goes through drugs differently, you know. So everyone processes differently. Everyone has their own. Yeah, exactly that shit. I seen some crazy fucking story on. I think it was like Netflix or something. Some lady smoked weed, and they're trying to blame it on the weed, and she went fucking crazy and like killed somebody in the middle of the night like she just broke into their house killed him and it was like a preacher or some shit like that and then she was you know when they interviewed her in jail she had to fucking go to jail for life she, she doesn't remember it she like blacked out on weed and she's like i've smoked weed like plenty of times before you know what i mean so like people are trying to see if it was laced or whatever i think oh, it was laced or it wasn't weed those are the only two options because if she yeah. smoked weed a bunch of times. I mean, even if it was your first time smoking weed, all you're gonna do is giggle, eat, and go to sleep. Right. Like no, no one gets, no one smokes weed and goes into a murderous rampage. That just doesn't happen, bro. It's yeah. Just, that's just. It's just probably absurd. the perfect storm of her just normally being fucking crazy and happen to have weed in her. Yeah. Head. Oh, for sure. Like she might have. Like, I've seen it before. I had a, you know, like I have drugs issues all in my family, and I had a cousin who struggled with drugs for years. And he had been out on a drug board. This once he had been out on a drug vendor for like days, right? Mm-hmm. Shows up back at my house and he's like, you know, been up for days, been smoking crack, all types of shit, right? Shows up. I'm, I'm hanging out, just smoking weed, playing video games and shit. So, um, you know, I, 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 I pass some of my weed to him and he starts smoking with me. And within like five minutes, he's like, hey, bro, drop me back off at the bar. So I drop him off. I go to drop him off at the bar. When we get to the bar, he's like, bro, I feel like my heart's going to explode. Like, I, like basically, he starts going crazy. Yeah. Like, that's basically, so he just basically starts, like, his mind is fucking gone from not sleeping and drugs and all this other shit. And then, like, that little bit, he's been smoking weed since he was eight years old. That little bit of weed just that he smoked with me was all, like, it pushed him over the edge of, like, wow. okay, I went from being just regular tweaked out to now I'm, like, dangerously tweaked out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Crazy. So, just, so, I mean, it, that, you know, things like that can happen. Like you said, like, you know, if you already got some shit going on, you know, yeah, yep. the last thing you need to do is introduce more chemicals, you know what I'm saying? But yep. for a regular for a regular person having a regular day, ain't no weed finna make you kill no fucking preacher. Like, that <laughs> That was some shit she had already going on. She was already plotting on him. It was, yeah, I don't know. I, like, it's been a while since I've seen it, but even, you gotta still see it because it's still, it's fucking weird. It's fucking crazy. Even if you, like, believe it or not, just the way they all go about it is insane. <laughs> But all right, man. Thank you for your time. Nice meeting you, and uh, I'll I'll probably see you at Tommy T's again, man. 
Oh, for sure, man. I might try to make it out there on Friday, man. Um, Lou's room is a real good room. I've seen my boy uh, Colin do that room. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I've been wanting to make it up there myself, so, if, um, so you, I don't have nothing booked that day, so I might try to slide up the seat, man. Hey, so you've been there before, but you just never performed? Yeah, I've never performed there myself, but I've been there for sure. Oh, okay. Do you... Oh, well. What time did you show up when you went there? Oh, this is a couple years ago. This is oh, okay. um, this is before I even started doing comedy. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I, I think Damn. the show was at, like, it was at, like, I want to say eight or something. I don't know. All right. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. All right, then, man. You have a great night. You take care. If there's anything you want to share or plug or whatever, my final message, go for it, man. Oh, yeah, let me do that. Um, so, yeah, I got a couple of shows coming up. Like I said, I produce a show with my boy Colin Casados. Show tomorrow night at Tommy T's. Starts at 8. Um, it's called Better Together. Do a comedy duo. It's going to be a lot of fun. I also produce another show, co-produced with my boy Damian Montez out in Pacifica. This Sunday, every third Sunday for Father's Day slash Juneteenth. Nice. Bring your dad out. Come through Longboard Margarita Bar in Pacifica. All right. That's what's up, man. Thank you. And follow me on Instagram. Poor homie Mar. Poor homie Mar. Poor homie Mar. Follow me on Instagram, y'all. Yes, sir. Have a good night, bro. You too, man. Thank you for having me. Yup, thank you. All right. All right. Um, that's it, guys. It was a great conversation. I'm burnt out. What time is it? It's 10.17. Um, you know, even though I started this, like, oh, fuck, I didn't want to do it. Literally two minutes before nine, because we were trying to do it at nine. I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to do this podcast. Just like sprang myself in here. And here we go. We have an episode. But damn, I feel bad because he plugged everything he's like doing tomorrow. I guess he plugged some stuff for Father's Day. But it's like, fuck, dude, am I going to now I feel pressure to put the episode up ASAP. But whatever, man, Um, I'll try to put it in the morning. I'll try to wake up extra early. Okay, bye. Have a good night.